Welcome back into the other guys here with Doug and Clay out on your favorite podcast format. If you're listening to us, you know where to find us. Check out our new merch on redbubble.com. Search up the other guys, Doug, Clay. We want to start the show the way we always do. TJ, how are you? Five more days of student teaching, but hey, who's counting? All right. <laughs> That's exactly how he entered the Zoom with me, too, I'm pretty sure. He's uh, got the same line over. He's got... TJ's kind of turning into a dad a little bit. He's got the same couple punchlines over and over. So, uh, just kidding, buddy. It's okay. No, don't talk to me. Ask Doug how he's doing. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I I would like to just make a note uh, of the fact that, like, I just realized that every time you like we start the podcast because you did it differently this time, you're always like find us on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and it's like, well, if they're listening, they have found us on one of those two spots. Yeah, so we didn't need to do that for the longest I was, time. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was kind of processing it through, and I was like, they've probably already found us or talked to us like in person. or If you they're know, listening to it, yeah, they know where to find it. Yep. yep. It'd be like one of those deals. We had like an advertisement on Facebook about it. Maybe that'd be the place to do it, but. Doug, I, w- I want to start here. You were telling us a little bit about your breakfast this morning, and I think you know you as a nutritionist, you you get you make sure you hit all the right food groups, correct? Yeah, I've taken a, a couple uh, livestock nutrition classes, um, and I think that's really helped me understand what a, a prime diet should be. Um, it should be high in protein and high in fat in order to maximize uh, weight gain and uh, profitability. So I've I've decided to adopt the same into my life. And- <laughs> In order to do so, I have eaten a full for breakfast this morning, for example, just as one of my meals in my current diet um, that I'm working through. And it's it's a long, it's like, it's a 12-step process. I can go through all 12 <laughs> steps and I want it to. I'm currently on step four and step four is for breakfast. I have a 16-ounce Red Bull and one of those bags of chocolate-covered donuts. <laughs> and it's really just to really pack it on in the morning so you have you know, you have the energy to get through the day, power through lunch. If, you, if you're one of those people that needs to stop for lunch, you can't. I'm not. You know, it's big supper, big breakfast. That's me. Um, so tomorrow we'll see what tomorrow brings. Uh, could be donuts again. Uh, I have I've done a bag. Of, step two was bag of chips. That was my breakfast. So it was a family sized bag, but that's the point of the diet. You know, you have to you have to maximize that potential if you want to if you want to reach this peak physical form that I'm at. I highly recommend checking out. Um, my 12-step process. You can follow me on my fitness channel um, if you'd like to. <laughs> All right, Doug, you need to stop talking. We got to dissect that donuts in my stomach. <laughs> we got to break that down. A uh, couple things. A, <laughs> I took a livestock nutrition class. Are you telling me that you're taking the same principles that we apply to like feedlot cattle? Market animals? And, yeah, to, to myself. Putting yeah. them to yourself? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I've seen that a lot with these diet plans, and I think that's a great way to look at things. Is they they apply things from from nature and in in uh, well, basically just in nature and how we we've adapted as humans and applying that to their diet. I think what we really need to go back to is we need to go back to our farming practices and how we treat these animals is how we should also treat ourselves. So I think that if we want to see the the gains. The gains that we see out of these cattle, these these market sheep, market pigs, like we got to start feeding ourselves, treating ourselves the same way. Get after it. Like I'm excited for step five. Like I, I'm, I'd tell you what it is, but it's a surprise. I'll tell you next step. <laughs> what step five is step twelve is like roughage. Like Doug's out, like eating a little bit of grass. You know, <laughs> he just pulls <laughs> up some of the lawn in front of me. I think, I, I think, I think you guys are misunderstanding. Te- step twelve would be market ready. Like yeah, so that's that's finished. Okay. Okay. 
Step Eleven's like just Swiss rolls or zebra cakes. His choice, you know. It's really, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of you can itemize it, it to like is, your own preference. Eventually, we will get to a strictly liquid, liquid, de- liquid little Debbie diet. Is probably what it'll be. It'll just be like little Debbies in a blender into an IV How? into my veins. <laughs> How dare you say the word liquid little Debbie diet? <laughs> Trust the process, TJ. Horrifying. TJ, you, there's a lot of people that haven't been believers so far in this this journey that I'm taking. And I, I highly encourage you, just watch watch the journey I've made so far in these four steps. Check out my fitness page. Check how these four steps have worked for me. You got a, you okay, got a name behind yeah. your fitness page? <laughs> yeah, get, drop the link, drop the ad. Um, so it's actually... It's actually called the the feedlot diet is what it is. It's Doug's feedlot diet. And uh, it really does rely on a whole lot of those principles. I mean, eventually I'm hoping to get a small, a mixer um, that actually looks like a mixer wagon that'll dump into a bowl. So then I can just put my food in the mixer wagon and then it'll dump out in the bowl and I can slop it out of there like I'm the fat pig I am. Have you thought about getting a, like a cement mixer, you know, just for your apartment? Like one of those, you know, like automatic that could cement work. mixers. That could work. Yeah. Yeah. I, speaking of cement, partially why I like thought of this the other day, me and dad were out looking for like some old metal to, cause I was subbing for a welding class at my new school that I'm going to be teaching at. And we were looking for some metal for the kids to work on. And dad's like, I got something I was going to show you. And he shows me the cement mixer and he's like, remember, it's always good to know someone that has a cement mixer. And then we just like, he like slapped it and then walked away. Had, had no other retort. Just wanted, or wanted to let me know that he had a cement mixer. So if you guys need one, let me know. I might. Um, I mean, the it's. I, I don't want to stick on this too much. I don't want to make this whole episode about about my my endeavors and you know the the journey I'm taking. But I might need it for that journey. So I might be hollering at you. You know, Doug, sixteen ounce Red Bull. That that's a bigger Red Bull, isn't it? Or are they all? 16? Yeah, it's a hefty can. I would I would compare it to uh, the size of can as like the large twisted tea that took out the guy trying to to rob the the convenience store. <laughs> that's roughly the size. That's roughly the size. Have you seen the five-hour energies like in the big cans now? They've come out. And I mean, it's not straight five-hour energy. It's kind of watered down. But have you guys seen those yet? Five-hour energy? I have energy, not, like, no. No. What? They make, they make an energy drink, and I got one a while back here. So not great, but it gives you energy. I'll say that. It tastes terrible. Yeah, the five-hour energies themselves taste terrible. So it's like I can't imagine them trying to convey that into a full drink. Like It's effective, man. It's effective. So. I will say the five hour energies in little bottles, like they are pretty on the nose with five hours of energy. Like as soon as that five hour hits, like you're out. That's it. You're done. Mm-hmm. TJ, are you a big uh, caff? Not not necessarily even like caffeine, but energy drink kind of guy. Uh, no, just mm-mm. they. Well, one thing. Okay, so a consequence of being a bigger guy is that I need like I just I need more caffeine for it to work. Like I need, I'll get like a triple espresso i really need to wake up like i've t- I've tried five hour energy before and it's more like two and a half three hour energy and so i just not really also the one coffee. time i yeah well i mean coffee's all right i don't know the one time i tried red bull i thought i was gonna die on the road and so that was not for me but to be fair i <laughs> might have overdone it just a little bit you chugged the whole thing at sip- once. yeah you didn't sip on it did you no 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 okay so uh, what the deal is, is we had to go and do a chapter visit in, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the town. This was like, this was like three-ish hours away. Selby? And so, no, it wasn't Selby. 
It was Hoven and then a town just uh, northeast of it. Let me hold on Google Maps. Uh, okay, this doesn't make for your idea. The name of the town, uh, not important. Anyway, the important bit is that we had to leave SDSU at like five in the morning to drive to this chapter visit. And I don't know about you, but when you set your alarm for 415, it's one of those things where like, oh, this is not going to be good. So I knew I needed some help. And so the night before I'd gone to Walmart and I had bought a thing. I bought four cans of uh, Red Bull. The little cans in like the box. Yeah, I bought the four oh, pack. Okay. Yep. okay. And so we're driving up to our chapter visit and I drink the first can and I stay awake enough. We get through the visit and then like between the lunch, well, between the two towns, like during noon, I drank a second can because I was really starting to like, I could feel myself going down. And then we do the second chapter visit and then on the way home, I drink a third can. And an important note is that basically all I had had to drink throughout the day was three cans of Red Bull and maybe a little bit of Gatorade. And by the time we get back on the road to get back to SDSU, it kind of feels like there are tiny men inside my head playing the bongos. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was the worst headache I've ever had. Like, I don't know if it qualifies as migraine territory, but I thought I was going to die. So, yeah, no more energy drinks for TJ. So you just got to get over that hump. You know, like that's that's the key. You just got to become kind of like caffeine dependent. And then without the caffeine, you get headaches. It's kind of fun. How many Red Bulls did we go through at state convention this year? Like, you know, we're in Rapid. Oh, it was a heck of a time. Like, I think someone bought a 12-pack one day on like probably that Sunday of convention. And I think we went through the whole 12 pack within that Sunday. Like on the Lord's Day, we went through 12 Red Bulls as like a I'm combined. I'm pretty sure year. I spent my own money on Red Bulls because I was like, they're not getting enough here. So I like went and bought my own mm-hmm. case for myself. Yep. I remember that. And then people started dipping into it. And it was like, well, I guess this is a community case now. Yeah. That became a problem for me. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm, I, I like to help people out. I like to try to share, but there's certain things. It's like, hey, I need this. More than you. So this is mine and not yours. <laughs> Get your own. Doug has a little book in his back pocket where he was writing on everyone's name that took a Red Bull from him. <laughs> Just <laughs> kind of his Keep little list. Tally. Yeah. <laughs> you want to try this. I'm dependent on it. So how about you get away from my Red Bull? <laughs> Although it was kind of fun to get Marie addicted to Red Bull. That was a good time. That was oh, pretty fun. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was fun. All right, TJ, moving on to like food combinations here. You know, we were talking food earlier. TJ, you got a food combination that I had mentioned to you that you have severe issues with. Yeah. Uh, so just I want to shout out all the listeners before all of you who called in and expressed your vocal discomfort with the idea of eating cold hot dogs. I appreciate you all. What? We um, had people reach out about that? That's we awful. A lot of people. Wrong. We had a lot They're, of people reach out. Yep. Absolutely correct. The right thing to do. So I need to call upon you guys again, because once again, Clayton has presented a food monstrosity for us to dissect. This man will take, so this uh, little eye weekend, we bought some groceries, and one of the things we bought was a bag of Ruffles for some uh, chips and dip, right? Okay, so we have this bag of Ruffles, and he has the gall to look at me in the face and say, you know, sometimes I'll take my Ruffles and I'll dip them in cottage cheese, which is good. You know what, you, I, can't, I, I can't stand behind you on this one, Clayton. I really yeah. can't. It's so hear me out on it a little bit. I'm listening I, very intently. I had the same. I was of the same opinion of you guys when I first tried it. So I first tried it in the <laughs> fall. 
in the fall of 2020. Okay. You tried it and thought it was gross, but then what happened? No, no, no. Before I tried it, like I saw, and I'm going to tell you in a second here, because it's someone we've had on the podcast was the person that showed it to me. Okay. And it's a very close friend of ours. And when they showed it to me in the fall of 2020, I was like, wow, this is, this is nasty. Like there's no way I have the same interpretation of you do. Now I will say, they like to do the cheddar ruffles. You do the cheddar ruffles with the cottage cheese. It's very good. Good flavor. You wouldn't think it works. It does. That person that showed it to me is Miss Ellie Moon. Yeah, that makes sense. She's, yeah. I'm sorry, Ellie, but your A, your opinion is wrong, and B, you are wrong for thinking your opinion is right. She's converted one person. I was waiting for more of a reaction out of Doug's. Doug's usually got a pretty good reaction when it comes to Ellie. Like, I don't know. To be honest, I'm just I'm processing everything that's being said. Um, yeah, because it, it's it's an it's an atroc- atrocity. Is that the right word? Yeah, it's atrocious atrocity, abomination, very upsetting. You know, any combination yeah. of those. Yeah, um, not good. And the fact that Ellie endorses it makes it far worse. Because why would you believe or trust in that person's opinion? I mean, she <laughs> she grew up in the middle of nowhere. Eating what I'm assuming is roadkill most of the time because that's I mean that's what they they found. I mean she'd be walking home from the one room schoolhouse and she'd be like, "Oh, possum, bring that home." (laughs) I don't know. So you're gonna trust her? (laughs) JC raccoons. Most people were scared of raccoons, but the raccoons were scared of her. Like, (laughs) I I envision Ellie's childhood to be something similar to like like a. A child who was raised by wolves and then found by civilization years later. Like, what happened? Like, that's that's what I picture Ellie's childhood to be like. There's so many things she hasn't experienced, and she just. I mean, it's like you're gonna trust. I mean, we it's need, not exactly. It's not a refined palate, you know. Like, we need to throw a large like preface in here that like we we are extremely good friends with Ellie, and so like this. Is, but you wouldn't <laughs> guess it based off the way that they talk about her. You would assume that they have some sort of blood vendetta against her. First of all, I opened up my home to Ellie because she was thinking about taking an internship in Texas. And I said, you're welcome to stay with me if you need a place to crash. So I've done my service as a friend. Now I can trash her all I want. I, went out to- <laughs> I did one nice thing for her. Now yeah. I can be as mean as I want. So on the one part of that book of Doug's, he's got his list of people that took Red Bulls from the other thing. He's writing down dates of when he was nice to Ellie. So once one time every yeah. six months, he's keeping track of it. And that's my good deed for a while. All right, we'll keep that going. That's good. I'm going to stick that one in my back pocket and just sticks that little book. I actually, right in I actually called her the other day. And usually when I call her and she doesn't answer, I leave awful voicemails about like, I can't believe you wouldn't answer the phone. Like, what kind of friend are you? Like, just joking. But this time, I have to actually left a nice voicemail. I was like, hey, give me a call back when you get a chance. Uh, I need to talk to you about something. So just holler at me. And I was like, I'm just like, I'm the best person there is. Like, I'm as nice as they come. Like, she is so lucky to have me as a friend, I guess. Like, it's just crazy. On the flip side of all this, so she was up for a little eye. Me and TJ, for those that don't know, me and TJ were running the live stream on Saturday night of Little International. And Doug, you tuned in at the start. What did you think so far? You know, you just tried to I thought it was it. great. Um, it was really, it was, it was, it was impressive to listen to a professional radio broadcaster and a professional podcaster kind of get together in a, in a live setting like that and uh, really be able to show, show their strengths and uh, really just kill it honestly and entertain all those 40 people that were tuned in listening. 
There were several times throughout the night where I wanted to reach across and smack Clayton, and one of them for sure was when he introduced me as a professional podcaster. <laughs> it was so amazing. Oh what I thought was God. hilarious is someone, I guess supposedly someone asked why me and TJ were the two that were broadcasting. And it's like, I don't know what other two people you'd want, not to like toot our own horns, but like, we're fairly used to being in front of microphones at this point, you know, like we, we got yeah, a little bit of experience. Almost too you used to it, I would argue. People. Yeah, you can't pick anybody better. <laughs> I think the best part of us for the whole night, and then I'll get to where this all ties in with Ellie, is the, the best part of this whole thing was... I had mentioned at one point, I was like, I bet you everyone's muted us. And then all the texts we got from people saying like, hey, no, you're doing a great job, guys. Like, keep it going. You know, TJ got a couple texts. I got a few. Oh, it was it was awesome. We appreciated everyone. So where this meets in with Ellie. So Doug did this nice thing for Ellie. Well, we were trying to like people were coming up and interviewing while we were broadcasting at Little Eye because there was a third headset up there. I forced Ellie and kind of tricked Ellie into like broad or into doing an interview with us. And you could tell like she did not want to be in any part of that interview. She was like, hey, she got to little eye a little bit later. She's like, hey, where are you at? Like, we should meet up. We should like hang out, like chat. And I just texted her. I was like, hey, come up. Like, we'll do an interview. And she's like, no, no, no. I'll come up after. I was like, no, 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 no. You have to get up here and interview with the TJ Biggie. And TJ, I don't, TJ, do you remember that interview at all? Ellie's? Yeah, Ellie's maybe. Are you paying? No, it? not. Like, do I got you? Not really. Okay. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth right now? Like, is there anybody listening to my? Okay, I shall restart. Welcome back into the other guys. That talk. <laughs> are you okay? I, no, I felt like I lost you. Like no one is looking at the screen. TJ's obviously looking at his phone. I didn't feel like everyone is paying attention. First of all, it was I? I could tell that that was directed at TJ. <laughs> And I was just waiting for him to respond to, and I was like, okay, so he's not going to respond. Like, I'm done tossing it to TJ. No more will I toss it to him. I can't him. catch the, <laughs> catch the interception on that one. I am sick of him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. No, stuff your sorries in a sack. I don't want to hear him. <laughs> I want to play out a little bit then, I guess. I'm sorry. My mom texted I just I can't keep talking like you can't tell I'm that dr- I'm drowning over here like give me something. no I'm sorry Dev texted me it's important it's about leaving Milbank well and my problem was you 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 were trying to toss it to TJ so I was like I'm not TJ so I can't <laughs> what terrible radio we just had okay so I I do have I do have, uh, I do have something right. a thought right, of mine ready, about Doug. the podcast thank you, thank, thank you guys okay. a, a direction a direction to take it thank so you, Doug. something I've been seeing a lot. <laughs> On other podcasts at similar levels to ours, similar levels of professionalism, you know, big names. Um, <laughs> the, the worst podcasts you've ever heard. <laughs> no other big names, okay? Like uh-huh. Two Bears, One Cave, <laughs> Bad Friends, other other podcasts like that. Very good podcasts, very entertaining. What they're doing is they have TikToks for their podcast. And they'll take like snippets of their podcast with the, with the video and they'll put it like if there's a funny segment and they'll put it as a TikTok on their TikTok page to get generate more more interest cuz they'll catch like hey here's a funny thing we said come listen to the rest of it we say lots of funny stuff mm. and i think we should have a TikTok so to go off this Doug, like this is a good point now we already have one Instagram page that we technically don't use we don't use the Instagram page are you you're talking about I check it out like every our, once in a while. Do you? Okay, sounds good. So you check it out every once in a while. I never do. I don't post. I should post some things on there, but like, <laughs> just I don't. to show that we're active. <laughs> we have fifty-two followers. That's our whole listener group. Is well, that's oh. it's actually a little bit more than our listener group probably because 
I know some of these people definitely don't listen, but they were in for our giveaway. Those jerks. So are you open to running this TikTok account now? Like, is that where yeah. you're kind of going yeah. with us? Yeah. If you want me to just send me the, send me the videos with the audio and I'll, I'll, I'll make some, I'll make some friggin' TikToks. We'll can I send viral. you the audio? <laughs> you can. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, know. We'll, I'm we'll not... decide. We'll decide if we look good enough. We'll decide if we look good enough for the video or not, and then we'll go there from we there. Like if, if we're like, man, we all look sharp that night. Let's let's put the video in there. But if we're like, mm, we're all pretty pretty rough. All right, I want to move on to something else here too. I think that's a good idea though, Doug. Just like in general, thank I want you. To, I want to move on to something else here. As my phone's got seven percent. Tom Brady. You know, I know it's a little bit late on the news here, but Tom Brady's coming out of retirement. Not breaking news by any means, but we all, I don't know if we all do, but I have issues with Tom Brady. Doug, I think from our preliminary conversations, you have an issue with Tom Brady, correct? Yeah, I have a big issue with Tom Brady. Um, I have an issue with him thinking that he is more important than he is. He was a great football player, still is a great football player, will forever be known as one of the greats. That's awesome. Super cool. But he's at the age where it's like everybody would respect him to retire. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to be like, oh, he didn't stick it out long enough. He should have. He should have stuck it out longer. No, he could retire and be okay. And he did. He retired. And for the most part, the resounding sound from everybody was like, hey, good for you. Enjoy your life. You had a great run at it. Nothing to, you left nothing out. On, like you left nothing out there. You gave it your all. You're good to go. And he heard that from his fans and everybody else in the world saying, you know what? Good work. Like enjoy your retirement. And he took that as, oh, y'all want me to come back then? Y'all love me so much. Like the, the guy's got to get over himself. And like, I don't want to get too hung up on it, but I mean, get over yourself from the like, moment he retired. Like, oh, it's like, he believes like the, the sport just can't go on without me. It's not the same. It's like, no, it's the same. hundred percent same. <laughs> like nothing's changed. Nothing. And like, nope. it wasn't even a fact of like, I, I understand that. Like you sit out a year and you're like, okay. It's been a year. I get it. You know, I, I, I kind of miss it. You want to go back. You know, I, I would add more respect yep. for that. But it was he wanted. It's almost like you want to do this retirement thing. Like, hey, I'm retiring. Give like, look at me. I'm retiring. Please call me the greatest ever. Do it. Wait, I wasn't there for the Super Bowl. Someone else won the Super Bowl and got some attention. That attention is supposed to be on me. That's my attention. And just came straight yep. back. So I just want to say you two have overwhelmingly negative takes on it. I prefer to think that. Okay, so he retires, right? Not he really, because he never missed a game. Never, never missed, missed a, game. a game. Okay, he reti- He retires, like air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah, there we go. Um, and he's sitting at home, and like his wife walks up to him. He's like, "Hey, Tom, can you like can you fold this laundry now that you're you don't have much to do? Like, can you take the kids to sports practice?" And the first day, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." But then after like a week or two weeks, and he's like, "I used to be the best quarterback in the game." Why should I have to fold the towels? So you're telling me, so you're siding. Tom, you're not anymore, buddy. Like, you know, you're retired. You got to pitch in. He's like, maybe I'll just Do you think Tom Brady's doing common house chores? His wife makes more money than he does as a professional quarterback. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. He got asked to pitch in at home. and He was like, I hate this. I'm going back. So, so what I'm hearing from you, what I'm hearing from you is you're saying that Tom Brady's a bad father. Is what you're saying right now? Because you're saying like he he had to be he was presented with fatherly duties and he was like never mind I'm going back to work. I mean he kisses his kids on the lips, so I don't oh know. That God. is true yeah. and very uncomfortable. Yeah. He did it to his coach too. I don't. I don't uh, yep, I'm a grown so, man, a grown man. He kissed his coach on the mouth, and I watched that happen. And it, like 
it just was very unexpected to watch happen. Like he was, and you could tell in the coach's eyes after he came back from it, he was uncomfortable with what had happened. He was like, "Tom, like you're a great player, but this isn't the kind of yeah. relationship we have." But yeah, so watching Tom Brady kiss his coach on the mouth was uncomfortable. Sorry. <laughs> so here's here's my thing Fudge. with everything. Like, do you think Tom Brady knows how to fold a towel? Because I feel like Tom Brady has no idea how to fold a towel. I don't give him that much credit. Like, I think it's maybe he didn't know. Like, you go from being the best in the world at something to like. Oh crap! How do I fold a towel, or how do I like roll a pair of socks? He's he like, was "Where just... does everything go in the kitchen?" He's like, "He's doing dishes." He's like, "Where do the forks go?" And she's like, "In the utensil drawer." And he's like, "Where is that?" <laughs> do you think he was like, like trying he... to make a ham? He was like trying to smoke a ham, and instead of putting it or like bake it and trying instead of putting it in the oven, he put it in the dishwasher because he didn't know the difference. And like that for him, that was I like I need to go back to something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know how to handle life, actually, if it's not on a football field or in the gym. So I'm going to go back to that, probably. Exactly. Which, to me, to me shows more failure than just staying <laughs> retired and sticking it out. You know, he was presented with a challenge, and he gave up and went back to what was easy. Doug, no respect. Doug's, no respect. Doug's like, I'd respect his football legacy more if I could watch him do daily chores around his house. Let me see him change a tire. Doug's like, let me <laughs> let me yeah. see him change a tire or a torque wrench or change his own oil. Like, I want him. I want to see him do like common things. Don't tell me they're just like you and I. If they can't do the stuff that you and I do, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they're just people too. You know, back off. No, they're not. If they can't fold a towel and do the dishes, like, come on, they're just people too. Got a wrapper up here for the night. I have no idea what I'm going to do with this editing, but you've listened to the other guys here with Doug and Clay. Thanks for tuning in.